0: And welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in our homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So thank you for joining me this week. I wanted to talk today a a little bit about keeping our... Uh, friendships simple and our communities simple and relationships simple and I've kind of been talking about this topic a bit over on social media this week it's just been on my mind so I'm excited to do this podcast episode and hear what you think before I get started I did want to thank our podcast sponsor Apologia Apologia is a Christian publisher. They have homeschool curriculum. They have encouragement for your family in raising your children biblically. They have lots of resources over on their website at apologia.com. So, as I said, today I wanted to talk a little bit about relationships and friendships and um, community. I've been talking about this a lot on social media lately. Um, You know, I've been mentioning and trying to sort of work on this project behind the scenes the simply living for him no filter women's project and that has been just something i've really been burdened to get started and The whole idea behind it is women living real life together sharing and being real and that's where the whole no filter thing comes in. But also you know part of that is getting off of line and getting together in real life. And it's kind of like this conundrum I'm in because I work on social media a lot of my ministry takes place online. And in order to reach my um, readers or my listeners, I have to get online to tell them to get offline. So I really do, though, have this burden on my heart to do some events. I'm going to start with some local events and, excuse me, bring this... Event to you know a church or your homeschool group or your Bible study whatever it is where we can come and and come in and encourage your group of women to be real to foster friendships build really good foundations in friendships you know taking off those masks and those filters and encouraging to be in community as God has intended our relationships to be because a lot of our relationships these days are taking place online and it's causing a lot of friction and so we want to come in and encourage women and then not just leave it at this day event where we all leave and we're like oh that was great you know yeah we're going to do that and then we go back to our life I want this to really transform communities I want after the day event to be available for your groups to continue the encouragement to check in with you with weekly emails or our Facebook groups or whatever it is to designate maybe some leaders in your church or in your groups that can take charge of these groups and maybe, you know, commit to getting together once a week or once a month to pray and to really foster relationships and to, to, you know, sort of put the phones and the emails away and the texting and to get together in real life. So we're going to talk a lot about that on the podcast today and what I'm thinking about, um, not just with those events, but what I'm thinking about just for you in your everyday life. How can we as women walk this journey in a way that pleases and honors God. I feel like uh, relationships have gotten so complicated. And the more I think about it, the more I feel like it's because of social media and technology, not even necessarily social media, but just the fact that we have Technology has actually, I feel like, in a way, caused a little bit of harm to our relationships. Now, I am going to say this up front, 100% talking to myself when I talk about this stuff. I am a 100% text me girl. I am like, text me, email me. I have a hard time holding a phone conversation. Go figure, I'm a podcaster over here. And I have a hard time... Uh, speaking on the phone. Um, I can be a bit of an introvert in real life where I am happy to be in my cozy clothes all day long and not see anybody (laughs) so I'm talking to myself because I've actually seen the detriment and the complications that maybe technology has caused in my own life but I feel like God has really been um, laying this on my heart lately to just share and see what you guys think you know maybe you don't see this as a problem at all and that's fine keep living your life but if you're like me and you're making these observations in your own life and you're making these observations maybe in your community let's get together and see how we can work this out. So, what I was thinking about this week, I, I specifically wrote a blog post, and I'm going to read a snippet of that blog post. You can find the whole post over at simplylivingforhim.com. But one little snippet to give you what I'm, um, um what's been on my heart. Is um, While it is a blessing to have communications so accessible and fast, it does bring a few hindrances. For example, I can quickly type, praying for you, or I can meet up with a friend, grab hold of their hand, and pray with them. I can type, hey, how are you? Or I can stop over my friend's house to see how they really are. I can comment on a Facebook post about a controversial subject and get all flustered, or I can civilly discuss the issues in real life, hear them out, eye to eye, heart to heart, and perhaps find some common ground. And if not, at least we hurt each other out. I can send an emoji, or I can give a hug, a kiss, a wink, or whatever it is, in real life. Do you see what I mean? relationships have become one-dimensional we are losing the tone of voice depth of heart and face to face we're often losing the intention behind words we are losing depth of soul in relationships for a quick and easy connection don't get me wrong I adore social media the connections I have made online due to my media presence is exceptional I'm forever grateful yet there's a place for it we can't leave our connections in the digital world It needs to be carried out into our real world and for the times that isn't possible, then digital is grand, but don't let it replace the times when it is possible. Some of the best conversations take place around the kitchen table, not on instant messenger. The original group chat was a coffee clutch. Let's get back to the way generations before lived out a community. The world is changing. We're becoming divided and bitter and introverted. But I believe we can change the world from the inside out if we were really to go back to a community that is built on the way, relationships on the way that God intended them. So that's a snippet of the blog post that was on my heart this week, and I was sort of sharing on Instagram stories a little bit as well and and kind of challenging you out there to get together in real life. You know, I crack up because I think about that, right? We have group chats and instant messenger and all this stuff. What happened to the days of ladies sitting around the little coffee clutches, right? Sitting around the kitchen table, sitting on your front porch, really connecting. When I was little, I remember going to I specifically remember going to my cousin's house and being outside in the summer at night and every night the neighbor would come outside my aunt and they would sit together while we all played in the street in fact before we moved out here to our little farm um, I remember in our neighborhood that was a beautiful thing all the the families came outside at night and we would sit together while the kids played outside you know really that connection that real um face-to-face connection. And like I said, I'm a hundred percent guilty of this myself. It's very easy for me to send a text and say, yeah, praying for you or how are you doing? And I do most of my communication these days via text. And what I'm finding though is there is nothing that can replace that real life. Um, friendship, relationship, face-to-face, hand-to-hand. I've seen it when I've held my Simply Living for Him retreats or my women's events. For instance, we were in North Carolina just two weeks ago. What a beautiful thing to see women come together, taking off those masks and those filters, and really, you know, sharing and being real. And so while... It is a wonderful thing that I can know what's going on with any of my friends in my life acquaintances or otherwise (laughs) I can know what's going on with everyone you know with a flip of a I want to say the flip of a phone not a flip phone anymore with the what is it hit the button and you see you know um, everything that's going on or you know I can quickly reach out to a friend because Face it, it's not always feasible to see people in person. So it's a wonderful thing. Um, And there's nothing wrong with texting because I have some heavy-duty prayer friends, you know, praying friends. And we share a lot of that throughout the day via texting, and I'm grateful for that. So it's not that we can't do that, but let it, you know be a part of the bigger picture of our uh, of our um, real life relationships and building these communities. I see the divide going on, you know, in our society and our culture about so many things. We get divided on I mean, there are things we really should be divided on. I mean, like today, for instance, the news is all about the uh, late term abortion approval in New York state and it's appalling and and it's, you know, horrific and those kinds of things i think can cause division for sure um but i'm talking about like there are things people that we should not be arguing about for instance i made a comment this week about that tidying up craze now anyone who knows me knows that i never ever post controversial things on my Facebook page and I do that intentionally because I do not want there's plenty of division going on on the internet I don't want it on my page um, so I I am very intentional about not posting um, things that I know can cause negativity and all that because it's everywhere already why bring it on my page so um, anyway you don't mess around when people are talking about their tidying up craze I mentioned that in a few different places on social media this week that I haven't even read the book or seen the TV show. And so I ha- I, I started out by saying I don't have an opinion <laughs> because a lot of people have been asking me what my opinion is on this tidying up craze. I don't even know what it's called, the magic of tidying up or something. Um, and I don't even have a opinion because I haven't seen it. So I started out by saying that And then also saying that regardless of what it is about, my views on simplifying, and you all know what they are, the remedy to clutter and chaos is Jesus, right? The more we desire him, the less we desire about the things of this world. Um, You know, we don't focus on the stuff. We focus on our hearts. I don't really follow the newest trads, uh, trads trends or fads. I simply just do my thing. That's basically what I said. And I got, you know, negativity about it. And I'm like, seriously, like people get really worked up over their things. So I feel like that wouldn't have happened, though. I think if I saw somebody face to face and was like, oh, look, I don't have an opinion on it because I haven't seen the show. But this is how I, you know, simplify. And this is how I do things. I don't really think anybody could have possibly like had a negative response to that if I had seen them in person for some reason when it's online all of a sudden everybody feels like you're attacking them or their you know uh lifestyle or what they believe or what they like I'm I I was clearly answering the question that people have been asking me on what I what I think and that's what I think I don't have an opinion and this is what I do but people seem to get very defensive and it causes a lot of division and I don't know why everyone thinks that when you post something like You're directing it towards them personally. Because whenever I post something, it's like a whole general scope. But anyway, um, I think that's part of what um, social media does to us. But I feel like when we're together in person, there's so much more. Like social media, texting, emailing, whatever it is, you know, technologically communicating, digitally communicating is one-dimensional. You read a text, you don't see the person, you don't hear the person, you don't look into their eyes, you don't, you know, get all of that tone and and um, you know, when you're when you're with somebody, there's some back and forth talking that is different than what takes place. Like when I read something, I read it for its face value and it can sound so different than how the person is actually saying it. And that's part of the reason I started the podcast years ago was because I remember thinking, like, it's a wonderful thing to blog and to write. But I want people to be able to hear the voice behind it and to really get to know me a little bit deeper. Because if you never hear someone, you know, you're reading that in your own voice that you've made up about that person. (laughs) I do that. You know, you're reading it in your voice that you think the person sounds like then you hear them finally and you're like what that's not what i thought they sounded like i don't know does anyone else do that i've done that or you know you think you kind of see where someone is coming from or know where someone is coming from but really when you um get to know them on a more multi-dimensional level then relationships can really start to flourish. And so I have made so many beautiful connections online and I'm grateful for that. But I don't want to leave them online. For instance, I've met, you know, other speakers or writers online before then meeting them in person. Oh my goodness, meeting them in person is such a joy. It's like I'm so glad we didn't leave that um, relationship merely online or just, you know, typing back and forth to each other. And so, you know, it's such a joy to actually bring it to that new level. So I don't know that you can experience the same depth if it stays online. So, you know, our our culture right now is very complicated. I mean, look back. I always say this, right, when I'm talking about living simple Look back to how our grandmas did it, right? Sitting on the porch, shooting the breeze, but building relationships, you know, doing life together. And because our culture these days is so busy, 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 we're all so busy, um, it's hard for us to even find the time to get together i mean i know for instance where i live just makes me have to be more intentional about developing real life friendships and real life relationships and building those really good foundations because we don't really live close to anybody (laughs) so it's a commitment to have somebody drive out here for me to drive out there or whatever so you know that adds something to it but it's well worth it of course Um, And, you know, it's really important. I feel like we are not meant to do this life together. We are missing out on so much when we don't have those just casual hangout around the kitchen table chats. You know, look at Lucy and Ethel, right? Oh, my goodness. We watch I Love Lucy. I think we've seen every episode, um, you know, many millions of times. But um, my one little guy, he just loves it. We watch it on Netflix over and over and over and over But right, you know how Ethel just pops in and they hang out in the kitchen and I hope you have friends like that out there. I don't have an Ethel out here. I don't have an Ethel. I got my chickens and my goats. (laughs) I don't have an Ethel who can just pop in because I don't really live in an area that I have neighbors that can just pop in. But oh, how I wish I did. I wish I had a friend like that. Do you have an Ethel out there? Um... You know, where you just wake up in the morning, you're doing your thing, you pop over, have a cup of coffee, and you're, you're doing life together. You're living life together. I think as Christian women, we need that. It doesn't have to be, you know, the coffee in the morning thing. But we need to build real, we need to really take the time to invest in other people. We invest our time in so many other useless and worthless things. I'm just going to lay it out there. We'll play games on the internet. We'll, you know, watch TV. We'll read this and that. That's just, you know, filling our mind with clutter. Aside from getting in the word and spending time with the Lord, which is your number one, you know, priority of where your time should go during the day, that never comes after everything else. I always say this, you know, we have 24 hours in the day. And that's how many God created. Use them well. Uh, You know, everybody always says, I wish I had another hour. Well, no, God doesn't make mistakes. He made 24 hours. Let's use them well. And one of the first priority or the first priority of your day should be to spend time with God in his word. Another priority should be to connect with other people, you know, um, obviously your family, but outside of that. To grow relationships with other Christian women. To walk this journey together. To bear one another's burdens. To laugh when the other laughs. To cry when the others cry. Like it says in Romans, right? We, we do life together. We share in each other's struggles. We help each other through them. We share in each other's joys. We celebrate with them. That's a true God-honoring relationship. Praying together. You're missing out on a good Christian relationship if you're not praying with other women. Pray with your husband, pray with your family, pray with your kids, but you need to be out there praying with other women. It's as simple as inviting a friend over, say, hey, you want to come over on Fridays and we'll pray together? It doesn't have to be a big thing. See, like our culture, we make everything a big thing. Like, oh, if we're going to have them over, we have to have a special lunch or we have to have a special thing or we have to do that. No, you don't. Be an Ethel. Just pop over, pray, and then go about your day. Oh, how I wish I had somebody who could come over every morning and pray. I had a friend a long time ago that um, she and her very best friend, they would call each other at 7 o'clock in the morning and pray together every morning. I think that's a beautiful thing. If you have someone out there like that, do it. Take that chance. Say, let's do it. Let's pray together. If you can't get on the phone, then vow to just pray at a certain time for each other. But I would encourage you to take it into real life when you can. Make it a priority. We have 24 hours in the day. Do we want to look back someday and say we use them what? playing, I don't know what are the ga- I don't play any of the games online, but I know that's something people do, you know, playing games or, or, you know, watching all the Netflix, stop watching the shows on tidying up and get out there and live real life, right? Get out there and live life. Life is passing us by while we're so busy doing all these things that we think are going to make our life better when we're not out there just doing our life. And doing it with other women, get out there and pray with other women. Get out there and, um, you know, just share a cup of coffee. Go for a walk. I don't know the type of place you live. If you live in a neighborhood, if you live in a city, if you live like me out in the boonies. But, you know, find someone that you guys can get together and be more intentional about it. There's a time and a place for the texting and the emailing and the messenger and all that and the group chats. That's great on a certain level. But for relationships to really have a good foundation where you really feel that you can trust the other person with your biggest struggles or you can trust the other person when you need somebody that you can really take that filter off and that mask off and that you can really be real with, it's going to take place in person. It's going to take place in that real life situation, but you will not get to that point of comfort because you've been texting somebody a lot. You know, sometimes we feel more comfortable to like tell people things over texting. I mean, I, I think for one, I do. I, I I am not a good communicator. I feel like um, sometimes, you know, in that, that setting, but I want to be like, Sometimes it's easier for me to say something personal over a text because you don't have to see the other person's response and all that. But I know that for a real deep and authentic and true relationship, you need that multidimensional eye to eye, hand to hand, you know, face to face. You need that. And I believe that God wants us to flourish in our relationships with other women. I believe he doesn't want us comparing and competing and envying and coveting. He wants us sharing in each other's joys, lifting each other up in our struggles. And we can't have those deep and meaningful relationships if we're leaving them online. So we're making it too complicated these days. We're bringing in all the complications of the world and it's infiltrating our community and our sense of community. I want to get back to that life where you had those little coffee groups around your kitchen table in the morning or, you know, in the afternoon after the kids get out of school or, you know, on Saturday or Sunday, you know, after church, come on by. You don't need to make it complicated. Invite a family over after church. Don't plan it ahead. Just say, hey, you want to come over after church? Get together. You bring something. I'll throw something together. It's not about the food. It's not about how everything looks. It's just about connection, which builds community. And we need that. You know, I think about Little House on the Prairie. You know, my favorite. Everybody knows I love Little House on the Prairie, right? On Sundays when they would get together for a picnic after their church service. That's what I'm talking about. It's not just to do it to do it because, you know, that's what we should do or let's do it so we can make a nice little lunch and practice my new favorite recipe and show off my decor. It's not about that. It's about so much more. It's about that fellowship, that true Christian fellowship and being real together is part of that and spending time together in real life. Don't make relationships so complicated. Don't let our friendships become difficult and complex. Let's get back to simple. Let's get back to real. Let's take off the filters and the masks and let's live life together, real life together, building each other up, sharing each other's lives together. And I think it will be a beautiful thing. And when we build those really good foundations we are living out our Christian life and then we can spread that out into our communities. You know, I said on my, my blog post and on Instagram this week, we can change the world. We can change the world inside out. When we start having these really good relationships, first just starting with one person, one-on-one, and then building that out into our communities and getting our communities on board for these types of real authentic friendships. And then the ripple effect is huge and it goes out into the world and literally we can change the world inside out because we sat down at our kitchen table with a friend for coffee. I'm not dreaming big. I don't think that's I don't think that's like idealistic. I think we can absolutely do that. I think what we do is we get stuck and we say, Oh, the world is going, you know, downhill and it's a downward spiral and everything's terrible, so I'm just gonna sit here and watch it go downward spiral spiral online. No, I'm not having it. I have this life to live that God has given me, and I'm going to live it well. And I am not going to get discouraged by the way everybody else is living. I am going to live this life for Him, and I am going to do it with others. And we're going to do it well. And we're going to glorify Him through the process. Because we're going to live as true and authentic sisters in Christ. So if this little message today encouraged you inspired you or maybe you hated it no (laughs) I still want to hear from you I want to hear what you guys think are you with me on this do you agree do you disagree do you have these issues in your life what do you think about you know living um uh you know these real-life relationships, let me know. Email me at karen at com. Comment on the blog post. Comment wherever you're finding this podcast episode. You know, comment on the Facebook page. Continue the conversation out there. And let's be a light for Christ by how we live in our communities. If you are out there and you would be interested in a Simply Living For Him no-filter women's event coming to your homeschool group, your church group, your Bible study um I'll come to your house if you have a group of women. If you're interested in this and you want to be encouraged, I would love to talk with you more because like I said, we're in the process of trying to pick um, some locations to start these day events at, you know, maybe like a four to six hour day event. We're not talking like you have to commit the whole weekend. Having some sessions about living real, living authentically, you know, having prayer together and mostly then inspiring you to take it back to your communities. and to truly Build up these communities that are living for Jesus. So I encourage you to reach out, let me know what you think. And if you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review it over there on iTunes. That just helps me get the message out there to more people. I'm thrilled to say that the Simply Living for Him podcast has more than doubled in the amount of listeners we have had um, over this past year. And each week it continues to grow. I'm so excited to see what God is going to do with this podcast and with the little space He has given me. out there in the online world, which I'm trying to use now to get people offline. Go figure. (laughs) So I encourage you this week, get out there and live your life. Live it for him. Live it real with others. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.